Hi everyone, uh, welcome to the Screen Unscripted, where we decode every aspect of screenwriting for film, TV, and web series. Uh, I'm your host Rohan, and you are watching episode three, season one of this podcast. So uh, today we're going to talk about breaking the fourth wall. Now, this is something that I wanted to talk about for a really long time to someone because they really don't understand the concept while they have been constantly exposed to it. Now, the fourth wall, right? Now, let's start with the basics. What is breaking the fourth wall? Now, this is an element of stage writing. This is an element for writing uh, stage plays, right? And it came into film about 30 years ago and um, it is a very direct and sort of a very personal connection that a character forms with the audience right so yes i've opened up wikipedia and they provided with a very very technical definition so i'm going to break it to you uh I'll give a simple one right so what is the fourth wall the fourth wall is a, f- a conversational barrier between you, the audience, and the protagonist or any character in the film or the TV series. So when you're watching content, most of the content, the characters don't directly talk to you. They talk to someone else to convey a story point, to convey something that happens in a story, something that happens in the screenplay. Now, when characters directly talk to you, That is something that we call breaking the fourth wall. Now, common examples of this are Kevin Spacey, uh, Frank Underwood in House of Cards. I think that's the best example. Uh, Jordan Belfort in The Wolf of Wall Street, played by DiCaprio. And Ryan Reynolds, uh, Deadpool. Uh, So, you may have noticed while watching Wolf of Wall Street that Jordan Belfort the protagonist, directly explains or teaches complicated economic financial stuff to you, right? There's one, uh, there's this one scene about an IPO uh, for the Steve Madden stock and Leonardo DiCaprio directly talks to the camera, directly talks to us, the audience. And it's a very personal connection that we form with the character, right? So today I wanted to talk about how one can break the fourth wall, how effective it can be, and what are some downsides and sort of build, uh, cover the whole aspect, right? So uh, let me first start to talk about why breaking the fourth wall, if done well, can result in some great dialogue and some great impact on the character's part, right? For example, listen to this line. Do you think I'm a hypocrite? Well, you should. Disagree with you. So, in this line, you directly emphasize. So, like for example, we know all along that Frank Underwood is a hypocrite. He does one thing. He he does one thing, and he plays in a different fashion. But for example, if this line "I am a hypocrite" were to be included in a conversation. 
then he would not tell that to someone else. What we know for Fra- Frank Underwood to the outside world, Kevin Spacey to the outside world, was someone who we did not know. There was always this layer of mystery that surrounded the character. But the core of the character was something that was always available to us, the audience. We knew exactly what was in the mind of Frank Underwood. And Kevin Spacey did a brilliant job with it. Whatever, I mean, right now he's gone crazy with all of the weird stuff he's posting on YouTube. But my God, he played a great character. So Kevin Spacey provided with this method of breaking the fourth wall a very direct connection to the inner persona of his character, to the, the core of the character itself, right? So he knows inside that he is a hypocrite and he tells you directly that he is a hypocrite because this is something that you know all along and this is just him confronting that sort of character wise he has. So what are some alternatives to this, right? What he could do is, for example, he could have a conversation with uh, the other protagonist, Claire Underwood, and tell her that I'm a hypocrite and I do... Now, that can happen, but it wouldn't have had the same impact of Kevin Spacey looking us directly in the eye, directly into the camera, and telling us straight up that he was a hypocrite. So this is a great example of breaking the fourth wall. And breaking the fourth wall is, again, a very good a very good tool for comedic purposes. You could incorporate in your script a character who directly mocks other characters and instead of mocking them directly to their face, they, they can mock them directly to your face. So I think that is one really great element of breaking the fourth wall. So if you really want to understand it, uh, watch House of Cards. It's a great show. Uh, so there you will really realize what sort of impact the character can have on you if it breaks the fourth wall. And uh, you could also get a good example from Scorsese's uh, Wolf of Wall Street. So how do you sort of incorporate this? How do you put this in the screenplay? So the first thing that you want to do is separate the fourth wall dialogue from the normal dialogue. So one thing that we screenwriters do is we sort of put into an action line what the character wants us to do. Now, this is a bit educational. So... All of you can skip a little forward to the part where I just discuss about it. This is for all the people who want to write the script. So what you can do is under under brackets, under parentheses, write into the camera or directly to the audience. Now, when you tell that, the reader of the script knows that I have to directly convey this message, convey this dialogue to the audience. So I think that really works. So um, another example, let's take this scene from The Wolf of Wall Street. An IPO is an initial public offering. It's the first time a stock is offered for sale to the general population. Now, as the firm taking the company public, we set the initial sales price and sold those shares right back to our friends. The I- Look, <laughs> I know you're not following what I'm saying anyway, right? That's, that's okay. That doesn't matter. So, this is plain exposition, right? You're, ex- you're just telling, you're just explaining a topic to the audience. Now, Exposition usually happens in a very cluttered way in cinema. The worst way to expose things or the worst way to explain things in a movie is to do that with a conversation. You do not want to devote a two-minute cross dialogue between 
between characters, unrelated characters, just to explain a point in the movie. Now, the fourth wall in this case could be used for educational purposes to make the to make the audience understand some terms associated with the movie. The big shot, another financial picture, does that also really well. One second, just have some water. Yeah. So the big shot does that really well, uh, where they bring in a lot of celebrities. For example, they bring in Anthony Bourdain, and they talk about they compare um they compare these bonds to uh, to some fish soup. So that is again a great example of breaking the fourth wall and using that for educational purposes. Now you could also do that this for anecdotal purposes. A character could come in and just briefly, very briefly, explain that this is what happened and this is what we're going to do. And um, they sort of can work very well in these situations, right? Where number one, a character, if number one, all right. So here's another thing. Here's some other thing to ponder about. Um, for example, if a character is really not that outgoing. For example, you're re- writing a movie where the character is not really social. The fourth wall can work really well, because if a character, for uh, for example, is not social in a movie, and you want to sort of learn about the intricacies of the character, a great way would be to introduce the fourth wall, breaking the fourth wall concept, where the inner sort of core of the ta- character can directly talk to you. So that is one sort of suggestion that I have for all of those aspiring screenwriters. So, what are some downsides? Number one, breaking the fourth wall can deviate from the story, can deviate from the structure and the flow of the story. Now, let me explain this. When a story is moving in a chronological order, it is followed by intent and obstacle. A character wants to do something; it can't happen. He tries to overcome it. Now, when you introduce this element of breaking the fourth wall, that sort of flow sort of stops, right? because now you're halting the whole structure of the movie to explain something explain a character wise explain uh, a character trait or provide anecdote provide education through that fourth wall element so it can deviate a bit from the flow of the structure but if done well again it can have a very direct impact on the audience so my advice would be to tread this line quite carefully it's really uncharted territory and it works really well for characters like frank underwood um so this is all about like this the main crux of the episode now i was having some questions um this these questions coming through anchor about what kinds of films should we see to really get the hold of um screenwriting and i just told them it really the people that it really depends on your style so certain screenwriters have established certain styles and they work according to it if you see a tarantino movie you know it's a tarantino movie so it's really number one about finding a groove finding your style and then tuning your scripts tuning your stories according to that style you should not just go out there and copy scorsese or tarantino uh just copy out like uh Coppola's and uh, Godfather, the entire storyline. I mean, you just, this is a place where 
originality really shines right when a guy like christopher nolan comes in with no sort of not even a film degree and because of that originality because of that specific method of screen telling impacts the audience impacts the industry as a whole so you really need to number one find your niche and i'm not saying like invent a new storytelling structure stick to the original ones but try to do something different within that element within that zone i think that would work really well for you and this isn't a channel about like i'm not a film critic i'm not providing film criticism i'm just talking about the narratives the structure of stories but what i'll do from now on is if i'm discussing a topic for example say non linear story uh, non linear narratives then i am going to give a uh, good movies movie or tv suggestions to go along with it as so this if you want to understand this really well go and watch house of cards if you don't want to watch the entire show don't oh, oh don't watch the sixth season it's trash you don't need to watch it there's no kevin spacey in it of course for the reasons we know the reasons but there's no need to watch the sixth season but uh, house of cards up till those five seasons was a great show i think even better than the west wing now that's a point of debate so you could watch that uh big the big shot uh, if you really into financial movies <laughs> it just happens to be that the big shot and wolf of wall street both have elements of breaking the fourth wall so you can go and watch that if you're not really into these sort of movies and you just like normal flicks then go and watch deadpool so i think these are the examples i can give right now uh, of the back of my uh, mind but you can just ask me on the other platforms and i'll uh, i'll tell you personally right so the last thing that the last segment i wanted to talk about in this uh, in this episode was is not really like related to uh, breaking the fourth wall it sort of surrounds that and that is impact a movie or a character can have on your own thinking and the sort of philosophies that go behind that and again i'm going to go back to house of cards and really so the topic i'm going to talk about uh, might sound too philosophical is empathizing with your characters if you do not empathize with your characters and you do not feel for them then anything that happens with those characters really does not resonate or have an impact on you oh all right so i'll give two examples um, one bad one good where this thing becomes really prevalent so for all of those uh, for all of you people who watched dunkirk it's a great movie number one not giving any sort of criticism it's a great movie not nolan's best but uh, certainly up there uh a flaw the sort of the only not the only but um, the biggest flaw in that movie that uh, was that we did not resonate with the characters now nolan knew that this movie wasn't that character driven right it was a movie that was driven by the events of the war not the characters that uh, who were in that war but if the movie could incorporate some sort of emotion with the characters it would have it would have been just a bigger impact on us the audience as a whole and that's why when a character died or someone got hurt we did not really feel for them and they were doing like 
the characters were positive in their nature right they were on they were against the germans again so i mean that's beside the point so we did not sort of internally support those characters now i not uh, ironically if you watch the house of cards you support frank underwood you support kevin spacey's character even though he is a murderer even though he is a hypocrite you still support him why because of this fourth wall because this guy directly talks to you directly conveys his idea you have a personal connection with him this guy does bad things but he is so intelligent that he tells you why he why he is doing those things then sort of you want these things to happen you want frank to go on his quest for power right i think that this is where direct storytelling really has an impact on the audience and this is something that's not common in most movies most movies just go with a very plain over the vanilla uh, storytelling structure but if you were to incorporate this fourth wall go and watch house of cards it's a, it's it's a it's a show where you learn a lot about one life number 2 and you learn you learn the skill you learn implementing the fourth wall so that's it for now uh, again this went this digressed at the end a bit but i think there's no problem i think we're over 15 minutes now yeah we're at 16 no we're at 17 no yeah we're, we're at 16 so i think this is it for today's episode there's going to be another one coming out soon uh, again talking about different aspects of screenwriting and uh, yeah just shoot all your questions feel free to ask me for any doubts for any sort of suggestions uh, and any advice that you'd like i'm still i'm again even i'm a student of screenwriting and i'm just like doing this to convey my thoughts and all but uh, yeah feel free to ask me i'm like really really i've no work these days so again all right i'm, I'm going to shut this off i'm not to stop talking all right thanks a lot thanks for watching i'll see you guys in the next episode thank you bye bye bye, bye.